Okay, we're live, and I have a special guest, William Ramsey, uh, from William Ramsey Investigates. One of the it's the top in the top one point five percent of most listened to, look for podcasts in the world, according to Listen Notes. That's correct. And <laughs> one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. And we're talking about. I went to day six of the Maxwell trial, and and we're going to talk about. To what happened today? There another stumble for the government, and just the trial in general. So, um, uh, welcome, William Ramsey. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's great to be with you again. How was the how was the trial today? I'm just exhausted, <laughs> and I think everybody there is pretty much who's been covering it is really getting exhausted just the subject matter is very disturbing i'm having a hard time sleeping at night because i'm so i think upset by what i'm listening to just the enormous wealth i don't th i i didn't really take it in yes i knew it lived in the biggest most expensive house in manhattan townhouse in manhattan but you don't get it until you start looking at pictures and looking and you're looking at his giant plane and these huge houses in new mexico and he's living in this giant double wide trailer while he's updating it like a whole house that's like shaped like a square that faces the the courtyard so everything faces the court it's just huge huge, enormous, enormous wealth. And I wonder how many people live like this. I mean, we talk about the 1%, but how many people are living like this? It's yeah. crazy. 0 0.01. Yeah. <laughs> did they talk about her money yet? Have they talked about how much cash she's got? Well, that did come into evidence today. They had a gentleman from JP Morgan and they were showing that Epstein was moving these huge sums of cash to Ghislaine, uh, let me get my notes. Hold on one second. Uh, one was to buy a helicopter. The other, they never said what it was for. So, and it showed that it's from, and they, and it's all these accounts that have names that are not, not their names. Like I, I, it has to be for some tax reasons, but hold on one second. Let me, I have so many notes. I almost filled up a notebook. William Ramsey in the first six days. Okay, so $18.3 million was moved from a money market account to Maxwell on October 19th, 1999. Wow. So may, that may have been, she was bragging to one of her victims that Epstein bought her house. And then in... September 18th, I believe this was in 2002. He, she was given five million. Uh, in is that right? Wait, hold on. Seven point seven point four million to buy a helicopter. So just it just casually it just, moving around millions of dollars, right? And the cross examination was really funny. Yeah, the cross examination was Christian Everdale, who's a fantastic. Boy, he's impressed me as a lawyer. He used to be a prosecutor. He prosecuted El Chapo. And now he's a defense attorney getting the big bucks. And he was trying to say, he was asking questions to this gentleman from J.P. Morgan saying, well, how do you know that Epstein initiated these transfers? 
don't rich people have a family accountant? It, it, how do we know they didn't do it? And he, point, he pointed to a couple checks that were signed by someone else in the Epstein, Epstein's, uh, one of Epstein's employees. But I, I don't think he made any traction with that. I think, it, it, I think it was point taken. I don't think it was a terribly damaging witness for the prosecution, but... Uh, but but it's just the enormous. I mean, can you imagine? And rich people don't share their money. So what what's going on? What is she getting paid for, really? Right. They're, these are still open questions. Where's the money coming out? How did Epstein make five hundred and fifty million dollars without much of a paper trail? That's keep, a huge question for her and him. They keep talking, um, William Ramsey, about their about his clients as if he if he's as if he worked. As if he had a normal job in this trial. And wow. it's really hard to keep quiet and not shout at the top of my lungs. What clients? What right. did he Where's do? Where's the record? He said that he was a money manager. You have to make filings like crazy every quarter. Mm -hmm. If you're on it, whatever it is, you just have to keep filing. There should be tons of paperwork and there's nothing. Not to my knowledge. He's teaching at Spence without a college degree. Spence, which is like, I don't know how to even... Very Tony's school, Gwyneth Paltrow went there. I mean, just how do you teach there without a college degree? I don't know. There's so many mysteries to Epstein, how he got around. And and how he, and the other interesting thing is his homes all looked kind of not lived in. I don't know if it's just his psychopathic personality comes out in the way they're decorated, but there's no real feeling you don't have any feeling of who he is besides his obsession and maybe that's who he is totally was a pedophile beyond his artwork but the way it's decorated no patterns bl bright blue carpeting white walls just very odd yeah no, i mean if is. i had money i would certainly be have getting the best fabrics and the best wallpapers and the best everything but not this guy I guess he's kind of, wasn't he born in Queens? I think so, yeah. His dad was like a freaking maintenance man who, who cut grass for the municipality, I think, in Queens. That's that's where, that's where he came from. So, yeah, it doesn't really have that that old money kind of look that you'd see in Upper East Side apartments in New York. Yeah, no. It's kind of really fantastic. You get fantastic decorators and fantastic stuff. This stuff is just... And and we saw the massage table today. We saw wow. we uh, a did they bring it in? A, they used it as a prop, right? Yes. Yeah. That that was um was that Friday? And today they had the FBI agent uh, Kelly McGuire, who she wasn't there on the scene, but she worked on the case and they showed pictures from his townhouse. And there are three giant staircases, one, the servant stair staircase. So they, they had all their servants go up and down the back staircase. Like, <laughs> like what are we in that, that show? What are we thinking of that show? Don Nabby, <laughs> Don Nabby pedophile style, Don, I guess. Yeah. In, including you heard about the book, right? The book that Maxwell wrote for her servants. No, tell me more about that. 
So she wrote this book telling them you see nothing, you hear nothing, you say nothing. And when you never talk about your problems to guests, which I guess is good advice if you're you're a butler or a maid, great. That's, but other, but she also wanted them to say, when when the guests thank them, oh, it's my pleasure. I enjoy doing it. And she had this huge list for the butler, Alessi, who testified, and he quit over it. She went he. She wanted him to make Epstein's breakfast at 5 a.m., even though they had a personal chef, but the chef liked to sleep in. So if Epstein and Maxwell woke up early, then he would have to make, and they had instructions on how to make this breakfast. They wanted note, they had notepads, personalized notepads of different sizes, and they wanted them different places. But their prized treasure was their phone book. And right. they had their phone book bound and they wanted it in certain to the right side of the telephone next to the bed in this room and wow. in this room next to the, they wanted it in spe special places in the house, specific spe places. And uh, that was the one that was re re released right by the butler or whatever, the black, the notorious black phone book. Right. So same one, yes. Right, but there was it was updated all the time. The the manual was updated, and I believe this phone book was updated constantly. It looked like their prize possess. If you get it bound, then you're you probably are, and you're getting your manual updated. You would think that that phone book would be updated, right? I would think so. I would think Yearly. so. But I mean, that, those contact lists on that phone book is off the charts. I mean, it's really, I mean, they had like multiple numbers for the Trump family, you know, mm -hmm. and it actually shows an insight of how the 0.001% lived because it showed how many clubs and things he was in. It's kind of not fully secret societies, but very elite access clubs in Switzerland, mm -hmm. France, that the average person like, you know, me, I would never even know they existed, but he knew where those elite clubs were in their places all over the world. They're enlisted in that book. It's really something else. It's incredible. I'm just blown away. It, uh, just blown away every day. Every day I'm in court with just the, the wealth. The wealth is outrageous. And why is no reporter tracking, trying to track this story down, how he made his money? Right. It is interesting. It is interesting. And, and one of the other things about Epstein, you can kind of tell even him and, and Weinstein here is how uncoiffed their suit is, his little fake military suit. You can just see even on the, the cuffs there, they're not they're not tailored. Like it's almost like he's play acting. But uh, yeah. well, speaking of costumes, costumes came into play in court today where we had there's four victims testifying. Okay. I'm, I'm going to put another one on. Okay, put great. One. We'll put a I'm going to see Trump. Great, thanks. The Trumpster. If you, can, if you can hit that. Yeah, so. he may be in a Mossad asset. We just don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Can you allow that picture? Yeah, in? I'm going to add it right just... now. There we go. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And she, oh, so the, the victim, Kate, today talked about how Maxwell would talk about knowing Trump. And all the famous people that she knew. And Trump was mentioned. Prince Andrew was mentioned today. And this is a British woman that I believe she met 
Epstein and Maxwell in Paris. I, I may be wrong. At 17, and they'd start, and they flew her to the Palm Beach house. And while at the Palm Beach house, Maxwell put a schoolgirl outfit in her room, and, and she said, "What is this?" And Maxwell said, "Well, I thought it would be fun for you." to dress up for Jeffrey and bring him stuff, bring him some, bring him this tray dressed up in a schoolgirl outfit. And uh, it just, and so this is where the prosecution, once again, there's three women, one man, and they're all very, very young. And the defense team is like this dream team, a defense team of experienced practice lawyers. I think the youngest one on there is, is Christian Everdell. He used to be a prosecutor. Everyone else, these, I mean, what she's paying for this defense must be enormous. And the the government looks like little, uh, I don't, I want to say teenagers, but it's, I think that's a little insensitive with what we're talking about, but that they have small voices. Sometimes they look insecure uh, and unsure. And they, they had a major failing today where they, I thought it was a pretty sincere mess up. And so did other people, which is that they wanted, they didn't show a picture of the schoolgirl outfit. So, so Kate testified, then McGuire, the FBI agent testified. And they wanted McGuire to show the schoolgirl outfit to back up what Kate just testified to. But the defense objected, and that demon, that woman demon uh, lawyer that Maxwell has, uh, Bobby Sternman, objected very successfully and said, "Look, um, what? This isn't even in evidence, and what? You can't do this. You can't bring this up now. You, she should. The the government should have." questioned Kate about it and showed her the picture. And the government said, well, firstly, we want to be sensitive with the way that we question the witnesses. And secondly, your whole, the whole defense is based on Elizabeth Loftus slash the false memory syndrome foundation's idea that all these victims and memories are corrupted and implanted, but, and incentivized by money. So we didn't want to show show the picture of the schoolgirl outfit because of that, mm. and it got thrown out. It got tossed out. Wow. They successfully kept that picture out, and and juries like to see stuff like that. So if if a witness testifies that I was given this, oh, and they also said, well, this is this how many years later? It's not the same outfit. And the government rightfully argued, who cares if it's the same outfit? It The idea is not this is the same outfit. It's the idea Epstein has a fetish for, for underage girls in schoolgirl outfits. Right. This is his thing. Right. And the judge agreed and, and it got tossed out. And, and so and every day it's looking more and more possible like Maxwell might walk. Really? So you think that it, she could possibly walk? What about the perjury charges? The, uh, I, she's got a dream defense team. Who thought OJ was going to walk? I, I, I think they have the New York 
In these federal cases, New York has a 96% winning record. So statistically, she yeah. has a very poor chance. But when I what I'm looking at in court is just a overspent team uh, and under uh, a team with a not a lot of like a government with a lot not a lot of experience. But don't you think that that's intentional by the government because no experienced attorney would want to take this case? He probably just went down the roster and said he wants to do this. I would think that that's the case on the federal side. Like I, I hear that 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 the that the prosecutor's office in Manhattan is in disarray. So I think there's partially we have partially that's a problem. You don't get paid much as a, any good prosecutors like Everdale leave to become defense attorneys because that's where the money is. And you're right. Uh, who? Uh, what experienced prosecutor wants to piss off their well-connected friends? Right, right. I mean, they, they wouldn't be, probably in New York City in particular, they would be just, you know, persona non grata. They would just be banished. So uh, in society, they wouldn't be going out to any parties or anything if that's, she's so well-connected. I mean, mm -hmm. I was talking to another reporter uh, uh, about who's reporting on the trial about this. And I said, well, don't, he, and he was saying, yeah, the government looks really bad, but I don't want to tell my audience that because I don't want to look unsupportive to the victims. The reason I'm telling my audience is that a, cause I'd like to record report accurately and B if Maxwell walks, it will not be a conspiracy. It will not be by design that this is was some kind of show trial that they went through. Right. These they are competitive people that want to win. They're just outspent. And out, out, they don't have the experience the other team does. I'm not saying that they're going to win. It's not definite. But there's, there's more of a possibility than I ever thought of Maxwell walking, definitely. After watching it for six days? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm shocked. I thought I thought this would be like it's so different than Nexium. Uh, the way Moira Penza and that crew uh, prosecuted Ranieri was just perfectly done. This is not that. This isn't it. And I don't know why they had an expert on on victims and their abusers, and they I don't know if the scope was narrowed very to become very narrow by the judge or what but why did they keep her on they didn't keep her on the stand for nearly enough time i hope they're gonna have another expert she's not gonna she's gonna plead the fifth right she's not gonna testify i don't think she's gonna testify i i can't see it but maybe the word on the street is that she's dying to testify wow. and no. they have her dressed up like like today she's in a turtleneck dark green turtleneck sweater no skin, no sexuality, pants, always pants. I, I, it looks very planned. And and then, I don't know, what do you call that? Scripted for her. Right. Don't, Maxwell, don't wear anything that suggests that you're, that you're um, sexual at all. Right. I, you know, when we talked before, now that I'm remembering, I thought that she was going to plea out because I thought that was going to be her way out. So. Apparently, the yeah. government never offered her a plea deal. That's what really? they say. That's what but, they say. Wow. but her brother also says that her hair is falling out. 
and she's losing a million pounds. And if anything, she's heavier than ever and looks healthier than ever. Jail has done her wonders. I think she looks better than ever. Wow, so I don't know. What do you, I want parties. my hair to fall out like that. If that's yeah. your hair falling out, because it's thick as whatever, you know. Right. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, the Maxwells aren't exactly the most honest people in the world. That's for sure. So if he's saying she's dying, it's probably the opposite. Um, can you hit the OK button and put that picture in? I got some. Great oh, yeah, pictures. sure. Oh, yeah. Great. There's, there's I didn't her. know it was a new one. Yeah. There's mm -hmm. her with uh, the Prince 2000. I've got her. Here's another one. This is a good one. This is her with Abramovich, which is really something else. She, you know, she Abramovich was notorious because she was in the Podesta emails, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Abramovich. Oh, let's put this one up. This is her with yeah. one of the most wealthiest per people on earth. Let's do a, a guess and see if you can figure out who that person is. I don't know who that is. Oh. oh, now I'm reading it. Oh, wow. That's Steve Jobs' ex-wife. So I think she's worth wow. like, you know, crazy billions. So she's hobnobbing with the top. This I think that this picture was taken at uh, Petal Island. Well, one of her, uh, I don't know if it was a victim, who went married Dubin, Eva. Right. He, uh, yeah, uh, there was a, there was a Swedish woman. Right, a Swedish woman who went on to marry Dubin. Was that a, just a friend or was she a victim? I can't. And Sarah Callen went on to marry the, the race car driver. Yeah. So, right. yeah. Here's her, here's her with the Bramovich. So do you just have, William Ramsey, do you just have a folder that's like your Max, uh, your yeah. William Ramsey, I mean, your Epstein Maxwell I should folder have, on I your computer? These pictures? Yeah. <laughs> Here she is at this party with uh, Bramovich, the, the blood drinking spirit cooker. At the Chateau Marmont, no less. Wow. So that's uh, that ties in with uh, Robert Sorry. slash Hunter Biden was there. Some naughty. That's with John Belushi OD'd. Right. Yeah. And actually, did a Ed really Upperman good has a really interesting interview on that on John Belushi's possible oh, conspiracy death. That was a really interesting episode. Uh, Here's another one. This is this is Trump with uh, her dad. Let's see if I. This one on. This is Trump with Robert. I think Maxwell worked for at least known for at least three spy agencies. I think it was the KGB, MI6, and the Mossad. He was. Wait, Donald Trump isn't Jewish, is he? Yeah. You know, there's rumors he's definitely not ethnically Jewish. He said mom was was Scottish or something. That's where he gets his red hair, and his dad is. Was like a German, I think, but he's, I don't know. He has tons of Jewish. I mean, a lot of his friends and his wife and his daughter's husband's Jewish. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he's ever really came out. Somebody, I heard a rumor that he converted to Judaism years back. But I've never That's heard. hard to do. They turn hard. you he down. Yeah. <laughs> and they you turn gotta, you down a lot. Yeah. You got to, you got really to really commit. It's not like a Christian or a Muslim. You got to really, yeah. Uh, yeah, but Jewish is an ethnicity and a religion, so you got. I don't right. think he's definitely ethnically. I don't think he's Jewish. Which is another interesting thing. Do you think that this is bringing out a lot of Jew hatred? Uh, this story. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think that if you have like these main players are all Jewish, she's ha Maxwell's half Jewish. Her dad is his dad's. Her dad's real name is original name 
because he bounced through different names, but it was Abraham Laszlo. And he was born kind of, I think, in present-day Czechoslovakia. But a lot of a lot of Jews would call her not Jewish because it's not through the mother. I, I talked about this uh, last week. And same with me. I mean, I, I, I was raised Quaker, but I consider myself ethnically Jewish, even though my mother is only half Jewish. But uh, Elaine is half French. She's French Jew, you know. Right. Your mother has to be told. A lot of Jews believe you have to be totally Jewish. So, but for through I your think, mother's side. Right. So. Matrilineal, right? So right, it's not right. fragile. It's matrilineal. But you can be an Israeli if you have, if matrilineal goes back four generations, you can, you can become an Israeli. It's just so funny the caption here Jewish mobster Donald Trump. I wouldn't call him, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call him a Jew, uh, but. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely. I mean, you, I, you can call him an anti-Semite because so many people in his circle are Jewish, his son, son-in-law, and all those people. But I was asking my mom, why are there all these men uh, in, who are Jewish who have this perv problem? I don't know what else to call it without getting banned on YouTube. We've no, got not- Woody Allen. We've got Epstein, Weinstein. Get like kick these guys out of the the Jews. They're giving us a bad name. It just seems to be a problem. Al Goldstein, Screw Magazine. I mean, just got like a history lots of Jews of, in uh, pornography. I think right, lots of Jewish, What's the but Jewish men in yeah. the scene. I'm Ron what, Jeremy uh, was Jewish. Ron Jeremy, uh, Ma- yeah, Maxwell was no saint either. Uh, lots of prostitutes apparently. Yeah, and and that's the thing that they really hammered home in court today was Maxwell's and they did this well who who when you first saw Epstein naked who was in the room with you Jelaine Maxwell when you came out of the room Maxwell would ask her oh you're such a good girl he loves you so much did you have fun you're doing such a great job so it's going to be hard for her to deny that she didn't know what was going on uh, and that, and the other victim, Jane, testified that Maxwell took part in these orgies with children, with Epstein. So I think, I think that Jufre did too, right? In her biography, said that Maxwell was involved in some of mm-hmm. these, right? With her, I think, with right? Her. Mm-hmm. So. and she told she told this um, woman who testified today that she couldn't deal with how much Epstein wanted blowjobs, excuse my language, but that could she find some friends and she couldn't keep up with him and that he wanted it eight times a day. So what's going on? What is that some kind of disorder or is that just like a, uh, is that a, a man's fantasy? (laughs) I'm saying it's both. I mean, it'd probably be both. (laughs) I mean, depending upon the man, I would say that, you know, uh, yeah. I, I mean, the, I think that in Epstein's case, he took it all the way to the extreme. And I think he was playing a role, too. I think that was his role as the pur- purveyor and that part of his role was to act like that, you know. So I think uh, I think it, that was just part of his whole thing. I think that really, if you look at, at Virginia Giuffre's example is that they kind of like broke her into the trafficking thing and then lent her out, 
right? So that was, mm -hmm. so what other people were like that? How many people, the trial never took place. There was the Crime Victims' Rights Act where the women came in, which I put on my podcast or my broadcast of all the women who said they were abused, but you didn't get the full details of their story. But mm -hmm. Jufre wrote all hers down. So she, when she, Epstein farmed her out to Dubin, to uh, Mitchell, to Robertson of, I think, mm -hmm. That's what she claims. So I think that that God only knows how many of these other women got sent out into the and networked, right? Oh, you know what name has been bantered around in this trial is John Glenn, the astronaut who became who I remember when he ran was was ran for president, right? And right. didn't get very far with it, but he obviously he was very close with Epstein. Uh, his name uh, I, has come up a bunch of times. In that's interesting. Trial. I didn't know that. I didn't know Glenn was associated with it. I mean, there's a lot of people they're figuring out. I, uh, no, that's not true. William does not claim Trump is Jewish. I, I said that there was a rumor that he converted to Judaism. He's ethnically not Jewish. Okay. Let me add. So don't make stuff up. And also, me and Ed did not have a falling out over Trump's election. That's false. I protested against Ed for being sympathetic to all the riots, burning down the cities and hurting middle class and immigrant people. And actually it's a false thing of that you're sticking it to the man. So that's why I stopped being a producer for Ed Opperman, period. It wasn't about Trump's election. I like Ed as a person. I worked for him for three years as a producer. We never had any arguments. I like Ed as a person. I don't have anything negative to say about him other than he was just part of that group who thought these riots were productive i don't think they're productive i still I, don't I, think they're productive so i saw i saw that exchange on facebook so i can uh back that up that that's no, true those that, are that, false. Those that, are that, false. that that's it's isn't it memorialized on facebook yeah i, I killed my facebook page i'm never going oh, back. right right right, right. Well, a lot of that stuff's gone but i liked as a person we synced up because he was interested in the same stuff i was so i have mm -hmm. zero, i've never said anything negative about it so you can't make anything up about that i, I still don't Mm -hmm. I mean, so anyway, that was a and, side issue. Sorry. And he's got a hot temper. As, he does. He, as, so for you to say you had no fights with him is, is an accomplishment. We never, we never fought, but I he I definitely saw the temper side. Mm -hmm. which, yeah. you know, or he has a reputation for a hot temper. That's what I he the people he got angry with. <laughs> I would be angry too. So I was like, okay, you know. So anyway, I loved Ed. I like working for him. I learned a lot. I have no misgivings. So I just want to set that for the record. Anyway, what I, else? I, well, that picture that I posted, sorry, one more thing. The picture sure. I posted was a meme from somebody else. So I don't know if Trump's a Jewish mobster. Somebody put it on. Uh -huh. uh, somebody put it on there. Just because I post a picture doesn't mean that I believe it. And really, the importance of that picture is just to show that Trump is with it. Yeah, like it's it, you're right, Eric G. It did set us off. It set, yeah. it set me off on a... You know. yeah talking about the Jews again. So we're, you know, we were, there's a lot of conspiracy theorists at this trial and they don't seem to really understand a lot of what's happening in court. They're asking questions. One asked me first or second day, why was that a witness for the defense or the prosecution? Like she didn't understand that the government presents their case first. And then the defense comes next. And she, I, 
I know it's very overwhelming when you first go to court. There's a lot of stimulation. It's hard to focus, but I was I'm I'm surprised every day how how little some some people understand about just some of the basic things about our legal system. Um, yeah, it's sad. Did it's they, a shame. Yeah. yeah, it's a shame. Did they say that there it was going to be a six week trial? That's what they say. And and I feel when I think of that, I think of that movie Hands on a Hard Body where there's a contest where everyone has to keep their hand on a car, on a truck, and the last person gets it. That's going to be me at the end, like barely standing (laughs) at the end of this thing. This has been grueling. It's hard to get down there just where I'm located and where the courthouse is far away. And it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Well, you're doing an important service because it is curious that they're not allowed. I mean, New York doesn't allow the filming, but it's such an important case. This case is really something else. This this criminal case. It's it is, and it's um, it, it's sad to see. Every day I go there, there's less cameras, less reporters, so it just starts to dwindle. At first, there were people there Sunday night. It was freezing temp, freezing, and that area is near the water. It's particularly cold, and they waited all night to get into this trial. I can't think of another trial in Manhattan like this. The R. Kelly trial in Brooklyn was like, I, I don't think the public cared about that. Interesting. I am going but to talk with one of interested. his. I'm talking one of R. to R. Kelly's victims tomorrow. Oh, I can't L- wait for that. Lizette Martinez. Yes, that's going to be awesome. Jane Doe and that, number nine. See, what's up with these guys that the truth about R. Kelly was around forever. What's up with these guys who who do all this in plain sight, like Epstein, like R. Kelly, and only when there's public pressure and public outcry does the law come down? Do they get indicted? So true. Very true. I mean, R. Kelly was uh, going, he was doing that stuff for 30, 20 years, a long time. Super abusive, too. I mean, wow. Child pornography, uh, just some of the story, I, some of the stories in her book is, yeah, not good. Forced, All that was public, though. Chappelle was doing I, skits, like skits on R. Kelly and his, his. Right, the urine stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh-huh. that was there, but there was like, I mean, forced. Yeah, sex acts in front of his his um, squad, you know, in front of his entourage. Thing. Yeah, oh, like, it was yeah. depraved and cruel what he did yeah. to those girls. But I knew that. How do I know that this guy has is a pedophile? Years ago, how does it come? And the law enforcement doesn't. To Epstein or R. Kelly? Or R. R. Kelly. Yeah. R. Kelly. Oh, R. Kelly. Hold on, let me add. Here's the cover book. of the book. That's the cover of the book. Oh, great. Yeah, it's just, a tough and, and do you notice? <laughs> we can talk about the documentaries, too, because this is a whole other story. But, like, she, unfortunately, uh, they kind of, yeah, the, the victims kind of got worked by the documentary makers, too. So, Oh, that's never happened before. Yeah, really. Right? Oh. So we got met. So they, uh, oh, they, they, and yeah, they, if you, if you, did you see uh, Surviving R. Kelly? Did you see the? Uh, I saw some of it. Very, 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 like one episode, maybe. This girl was in it, and they, yeah, they did some pretty sketchy stuff with her too. So, and I, and then they sold it to Netflix. So God only knows how much money they made, but the victims didn't see any of that. I don't think. You're right, uh, Lena Hall. 
let me put you're right in busha busha it's all it is all about um power I think um, that if you look at R. Kelly's relationship with a woman, huge power dynamics, like knowing that he's powerful, manipulative. Um, it's probably the same thing with Epstein. Cast him aside. I'm power, more powerful than you. I can manipulate you. And then when I'm done, you're gone. And I just move on. Every every conquest augments my feelings of superiority. Mm -hmm. That's the psychology of it. That's what I think it is. So... It's probably the same. I, I kind of you kind of get the same vibe from uh, Elaine. You know, I'm arrogant. I'm smarter. I'm best educated. Her, uh, her lawyer friend is there every day. Her brother's there, and her, her sister was there every day behind her in the front row. Interesting. Which sister is it? The um, the one married to Melina. I don't know. I I, she was in, she was in red today. The the one that's a tech sister, right? The one? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, you know the story behind her, wrong. though, right? No, she, tell me. Okay, she married this guy, uh, the son of a guy named Frederick Molina, who was one of the original Suicide Squad members with Jack Parsons and Foreman. So it was three of them Foreman, Parsons, and Molina. Molina's son married her, but Parsons was Crowley's kind of yeah, Jack. Oh, yeah. What is the Suicide Squad? Why they would I go know? out into the Pasadena uh, Arroyo and uh -huh. blow stuff up, and so they got oh, the nickname right. the Suicide Squad, and that's how kind of the beginning of the jet assisted takeoff and the, the whole thing. And he was it, he was kind of conversing with Von Braun, too, yeah, right? Hubbard, yeah. Uh -huh. So and they're part of. It gets pretty weird. Their part, I think Epstein was part of something called the Santa Fe Institute, which was kind of like an elite kind of the Monterey squad where people get together, smart, intelligent people. And it was kind of like a think tank. But in the, there at the uh, Santa Fe Institute was a huge monolith, like an occult monolith from 2001. So they're carrying on this tradition from Kubrick and Clark. It's, Really crazy. The monolith wait, is wait. super occultic. Oh, yeah. wow. That's yeah, the monolith, the way that it was designed, Clark designed it, was to make sure it was 11 feet tall in its dimension. So it was like the number of magic and the number of the new new world or uh, kind of the new aeon. So it was, it was a symbolic representation of cold ideas. And that's why it's in 2001. So the people who are watching 2001, it's hard to decipher. But if you're an initiate, it's easier. Okay. Roberta... And Ed, I think you mean William Ramsey. Yeah. I really want to know if you believe the children in the Hampstead SRA case. I have not heard you talk about it personally. I do believe them. And my view of the world has gotten darker. Do you want to go first on that one? Uh, I did a full show on it. I broke it down. And the whole thing is a farce. There, there's no truth into that. The two kids were manipulated. There was never a court case. They don't have testimony. It's a difference of statement getting hit in the face by a spoon by a, a known conniver with a long court record. And they fled and were never, you know, I think that they're still on the lamp. So I'm sorry. They say, the, they say the mom passed. They always say, they always throw that out there. The mom passed a lie detector test. Is that true? I don't know that. I'd have to go back and look at that. But there are recordings of the mother. Uh, there's no actual third-party verification. That's what's very important about the case. So everything that the two kids said, nobody, there's no 
third-party verification. And the so-called sexual abuse was iffy and should have been very obvious if they were being gang-raped by 50 people at a time. So there should have been very clear and very obvious rec. I mean, I'm not a doctor mm-hmm. of medicine, but if they were being gang raped all week long and there was weird parties at the pool and McDonald's, there would have hurt. There would have been obvious signs of sexual and sexual mm-hmm. activity, which was never found. So we can go through. That's a whole nother story. I did a whole show on William Ramsey investigates. You can say Hampstead. And it was just a, a internet hysteria based upon hysteria, based upon people who don't really know the difference between in-court testimony and statements made by kids who are getting hit in the head with spin. Well, nobody seems to know the difference between sworn testimony and statements made to the media, statements made to a documentary crew, <laughs> statements uh, statements made in a press conference. Sometimes that's... Some, were, of my, some, some of the people that are arguing with me about, uh, seem to think they're all the same. Yeah, Hampstead, the mother was in a custody battle with the father. Mm-hmm. And that was really the most important thing to realize is that they were antagonists. So she was trying to make him look bad. And this was her, she, she ran into this other guy who uh, convinced her to go with the satanic ritual abuse angle. And it doesn't mean if I believe this case is fake that I don't believe in SRA. I don't think SRA is that common. But guys, these kids, their story, their stories that there was heads being shipped by DHS and by babies being shipped by DHS. That doesn't that seems reasonable to you. And if you think that 50 people can rape kids and leave no evidence, and what's the I mean that the whole of Hampstead, there's no the whole third school party verification. Was in on it. The whole school was in on it. There wasn't right. one person who wasn't. There wasn't one person who said, hey, no, 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 thanks. I'm leaving. Getting and also, but I think what the the ex-husband father did so well was he's I think he's probably a kind of weird person himself. That BBC interview was so odd. Period. So I think he cut he forwarded the mother's agenda. Without wanting to. Yeah, and here's the other thing that she could never have. She lived with the guy, had sex with him enough to have two kids, but she could not come up with one thing that he ever did with Verificon. Like, she never took a picture. She couldn't say what occult books he had. They couldn't say anybody else who was involved with him. She just had these vague stories. And it collapsed, and they ran for it. I think that the boyfriend is still in Morocco. Like... And she, I don't know where, I think they were on the run. And there was another piece of information, which was very important to that case, which is they were telling the story and a a cop who was a professional, like a policeman recorded that. I can't remember the name of it, but he was asking questions and he, I mean, their story. And and I think she specifically said like, is this going to help my court case? So, I mean, so no. So anyway. What was I going to ask you about? Hmm, I don't know. Um, do people have a question? A, this is a good one. This is a Bradley Edwards one when he was going after Elaine Maxwell. And I think he was right. He says here, if you can pop that up. That... Bradley, he was determined to depose her about a relationship with Epstein. Mm-hmm. 12-year campaign to bring Epstein to justice. Maxwell was the most important of all. 
uh, Eric, the kids are very believable because they're in highly intelligent, very verbal kids. I I, and that's girl, my opinion on it. Yeah, that's the girl had so a bruise believable. on her head. The girl had a bruise on her head. And that guy whose name I can't remember right now admitted that he was hitting him in the head with a spoon. I haven't heard that Maxwell has any ties to Watkins Bookshop in in London. But the um, the other, oh, you know who you need to talk to, William Ramsey, is Tony Natale, who was Ranieri's girlfriend. Yeah, sure. And Ranieri was really into Crowley and the occult. See, I didn't know that. Need to interview her. Yeah, yeah I need to. I found that Something out. About him. But yeah, I never knew that. From until me. <laughs> He's probably. I mean, I'm the only one who talks about it. I, it's so obvious, though, by how, by the way Nexium is set up and everything. So. Yeah, it's the total uh, Hubbard Crowley, you know, story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like the old playbook abuse. Let's see if I got any more. Oh, oh, what, oh, Brad Edwards. That's what I was going to tell you. Yeah. He is making, must have made a mint because that's the other thing. The first victim got $5 million. Uh, Kate got, I think, $2.5 million. Don't quote me on that today. I'd have to look at my notes. And they said, well, how much did you get? They will say a small number. And the rest went to my lawyer. And that's Brad Edwards. They all have the same lawyer. And that's the, another part of the defense's theory is that it was all corrupted because they all had the same lawyer, Brad Edwards. Oh, interesting, interesting. Mm -hmm. so well, I think he made, yeah, no I think Edwards made money off of suing Dershowitz. He and Castle sued Dershowitz for defamation, and I think Dershowitz's insurance paid them out seven figures. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, let me show you. Yeah. yeah, let me add this. What is this? Symbolically, Whoa. yeah, really pretty symbolically rich there. Is that photoshopped or is that real? I think this is real. I think they're both real. Wow. Wow. It's so weird to look. I mean, she looks like maybe someone who would run the PTA the way they have her dolled out in court. She's got a big mask on, so you can't see see how arrogant, arrogant and awful she is underneath the mask her facial expressions and her hair is to her shoulders and she's always wearing sweaters and turtlenecks and writing notes to her lawyers or and then sometimes occasionally she just stares at the victims when the jury's out of the room like tries to stare them down can you pop that picture up this is probably oh, yeah. one of the more disturbing ones that i have Oy. trump with epstein and his kids Ooh. Do people have questions? Um, wow. Wow, wow, wow. How did this guy operate like this for so long? And are there more of them? Who's the other? I mean, one, who's, who's catering to these elite pedophile dudes now? I don't know. I don't know, but here's a very disturbing one. This is probably some of the most important proof that Epstein was a flat-out pedophile because he has some kid on his lap right now. Oh, wow. Look at that look. He's like in his element. On his plane, right? It's on the oh, it, that yeah. looks like the smaller plane that he had, the Gulf Stream, before he moved to the bigger plane, right? 
No? Yeah, 2004 on his birthday. Oh, no, that's the big plane. That's the 727. Yeah, that's the big one. So big. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Did you hear about the testimony of the pilot? A little bit. What what was interesting about that? He never saw anyone. Everyone, including Virginia Roberts, looked over 18 and a full-grown adult woman to him, including a 14-year-old. That's that. I don't believe that at all. Oh, this guy, he, he did two things for Epstein. He he flew the plane, but he also picked up their luggage before they flew and then dropped it off after they their flight. And he also set up their audio equipment, their home theater. So was this guy also involved in the hidden cameras? in his houses is what Maybe. I was thinking about. And the other thing is that Epstein just gifted him a whole bunch of property on his New Mexico land, the Zorro ranch where he built a house and he, he had two daughters, wow. his two daughters. And you never think it, this could be my daughters. It's letting them ride horses with Maxwell thinking they're the best people. Oh, it was creepy. It was, he was very likable. And that was what was made it more creepy is that I thought to myself, if I met this guy at a party or I'd like him, he yeah, seems, he per, but Ooh, gives you the chills. He said, I would put her in the woman category. He said about Virginia Roberts. What? She did not look like a woman to me in the pictures. I saw of her with Prince no. uh, Andrew. She did not look like that. She looked like a little girl, like a 16-year-old, 17-year-old. They would take these their victims to Victoria's Secret to buy white cotton underwear like that you would wear as a that a 12 or 13 or even younger girl would wear. That's what he was into. And he was abused. I mean, according to her, there was a lot of BDSM stuff going on with another mm-hmm. art person that she talked about. Um that's interesting because that's what Alessi said. He said there were, there was a thing for yoga where you hang hung from the ceiling. That's what he called it in the Florida home, Palm Beach home. And I thought to myself, is that for yoga? Or that? because he, Jane testified that she would tell him, tell Epstein that it hurt, and he would keep doing it. So there must have been a real sadistic streak in him beyond his normal. Yeah, no, I mean, and she says it was like really um, demeaning and degrading and and, and brutal, like ball gags mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. here's here's another here's a picture. This is the quote where uh, Epstein is working for the government, the FBI. Here, let's see. Okay. Second so pull. Oh, hold on one second. So that's the FBI, two thousand eight. Agent advised writer that Epstein is currently being prosecuted by the state of Florida and is complying with all conditions of his plea to the state of Florida. Epstein has also provided information to the FBI as agreed upon. Uh, Case agent is advised that no federal prosecution will occur in this matter as long as Epstein continues to uphold his agreement with the state of Florida. No forfeiture assistance, right? uh, Robert Gilman. Wow, that is amazing. That's an amazing. Wow. I've never seen that before. Do you have any thoughts 
on Wexner, his grip on Columbus, Ohio, and the possible reasons reasons behind the Wexner Art Center shooter of 2015. I don't know what the I don't know who don't, the Wexner Art Center shooter is. Who's that? I don't know, but do you have any thoughts on Wexner and why he hasn't been indicted? I don't know. I mean, it seems like he was part of something like, you know, uh, like a RICO act if they decided to do RICO because he was the one who bought the, the mansion. It was his money that bought the mansion in Manhattan where a lot of abuse happened. So you think, uh, you know, something, something he might have some criminal liability, but that never happened. Do you but, believe that they were lovers, Wexner and Epstein? I never heard that. So Wexner is having sex with Epstein? The only other person oh. I know who bought a house or gave a house to a apartment or a house to someone is Oprah and Gail's penthouse. Right. So, I mean, that rumor continues. So I don't know. Rich people don't give their friends gift gifts like this. A car. They gave him a Cobra car, special kind of car. Right. But I mean, I think he's part of the mega group. The mega group has all mm -hmm. kinds of Intel ties. So if you look at it as a big Intel operation, it makes perfect sense. That's what I think too, but I can't prove it. So it's just frustrating to me. I mean, her, um, her, her pedigree is Intel. So yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, she fits the profile very well. Uh, very sophisticated, networked, educated, uh, cultured. So if he were, if he was protected in this document, what happened to Maxwell? Wouldn't she? Wouldn't they want to protect her and not prosecute her? Well, she supposedly is covered by the non-prosecution agreement right? in Florida, but yeah, Florida. why is she being federally prosecuted in New York? If, if she's intel, is there? Right. If there's so much public demand, do they just say probably fall on demand, your sword? Yeah, I mean, but she has those two, those perjury statements are after the NPA, right? So I think those were 2016, 2017. Mm -hmm. And then I think the earlier charges are like back in the 90s, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that, it is weird. It is strange that they don't have anything new on her, but. No, um, it, it's a very, it's a very limited period of time. Yeah. Uh, about 10 years. So what about that ritualist looking, ritualistic looking sundial, says dystopian deep dives? Uh, that is odd. Weird. There's some weird statuaries too. I can show a couple of pictures. Here's a weird one with cloak. This is supposedly at, um, at the Petto Island, Little St. James or whatever it is. You seen this before? Joshua says 16 year old. Is a better age of I know I thought it was even younger one uh fodder unit. I thought he was arguing for something even younger in an article. Right. You and I talked about that, didn't he? Was say it thirteen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think like he was that. saying something like thirteen. And he also said that snuff films should be legal. That's right. And that That's you can watch on YouTube on um what's his name who did did that show? He's oh, it was that uh, weird Buckley, accent. William Buckley. Buckley. Yeah, <laughs> weird accent. Yeah, William Buckley Jr. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about Dev Dershowitz. You want to see the ransom um, affidavit? Copy yeah. That. Let's pull yeah. it up. <laughs> number one. I could Let's do this pull. all day. Yeah, that's a good one. 
This is just a deep dive. Have, have you read those Reddit posts from a gentleman who said he worked on the island? Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, I know they're non-verified. Yeah, but I've do you think they're true or do you think they're a hoax? I don't know. I couldn't verify that, but this one's interesting because it involves Ghislaine. One of, during one of my visits to the island, I met Ghislaine Maxwell. Watching her interact with the other girls on the island, it became clear to me that she recruited all or many of them to the island. This is from 2019, by the way. This is signed August 4th, 2019. Once they were there, she appeared to be in charge of their activities, including what they did, who they did it with, and how they were supposed to stay in line. She assumed the same supervisory role with me as soon as I arrived. Some of the girls appeared to be 18 or older, but many appeared to be young teenagers. I recall seeing a particularly young, thin girl who looked well under 18, and recall asking her her age. I later learned was a ballerina. She refused to tell me or let me see her passport. So, yeah. Let's see, where is it? Alan Dershow. Among the people he lent me was his friend. See, so you see, you go through Jeffrey, and then he hands it out. I was in a bedroom at Jeffrey's New York townhouse. Let's get this up here. Let's see. So these are legal affidavits, right? So if she gets busted mm -hmm. for perjury, it's usually a five-year offense or something. With Natalie Smith, after a short time, Dallin Dershowitz entered the room, after which Jeffrey left the room, and Nadia and I had sex with Dershowitz. I recall specific key details of his person and the sex acts and can describe them in the event it becomes necessary to do so. And that he almost never mentions this girl. He always just always is fighting against... Um, Virginia Roberts, Jeffrey. Robert. Yeah. That's unbelievable. No, you'll never hear uh, Sarah Ransom's name come out of his mouth. Never, never. It's very convenient. Um, he also is still in massive litigation. He's still fighting with Jufre. Like their their paperwork is flying as of yes last week. Like they're still papering. Who is her? He threw Cooper. Cooper's her. Is that he's? You told me he's good, right? Yeah, is I think he's good. good. Yeah, I mean he's fighting. There's been a couple errors, but they're they're squabbling and doing all this pre-litigation. I mean pre-trial stuff. But uh, what happened was her original uh, lawyer was Boys from Boys Schiller Flexner, right? Who one mm -hmm. of the attorneys handled her earlier case. So Boys was going up against Dershowitz and they have their own individual suit. And he was talking to him because I think it was something Dershowitz talked with boys because he was a party to a separate suit. He cannot represent uh, Jufre. So Jufre had to get a new lawyer. But so Dershowitz, I think Dershowitz. This is, is one of his tricks. He's like, you got a really yeah. good lawyer. Let me get him thrown out. Yeah. Oh. So, so, so boys is gone. Cooper's in, but I think, I think Dershowitz is suing. He's being sued by Jufre. Boys and him are suing each other for defamation. I think boys is suing him for defamation. And I think Dershowitz is suing Netflix for his representation. So. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's kind of interesting because in the beginning of the story, I, I stood next to him when Epstein was still alive at one of these hearings. He's number one, the scariest human i've ever been next to yeah you said you had a really bad vibe from him huh? oh he scared the heck out of me and two he was talking all the time you couldn't stop him from talking about epstein and how they he they he never had anything but a massage from an old lady and his wife was always on the trip and he had never saw an underage him and Larry Vasosky, the, Vasosky, the pilot who worked for Epstein for 30 years, 
Both of them and Dershowitz never saw an underage girl around Epstein. Only once. Only two people on earth. And he was talking all the time. And he gave a press conference in the hallway after this hearing, impromptu press conference in the hallway, couldn't wait to answer questions. Where is he now? Why isn't he in front of the courthouse at Maxwell's trial? Good Where question. is Dershowitz now? Why isn't he promoting himself as innocent the way he used to? Uh, good question. Maybe because it backfired so, <laughs> so He seems much. to be bouncing around. I mean, he seems to, I, see, I see him pop up here and there, not on the Epstein issue, but uh, he, he seems to have kind of weathered the storm. People are still asking him to you know, be on shows and things like that. Are you ready for the snuff films, Dershowitz? Yeah, this is you, so great. This is yeah. what you sent to me, so I posted this. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Can you hear it? The film I can keep making money from? There's a great deal of evidence to demonstrate, probably more evidence on this side than on the other side, that exposure to what you call pornography, if anything, inhibits illegal sex conduct. No, that is, but there is a lot of learning to that. To what happens to a woman who has been raped and the rape has been filmed and the films are being sold? Just that. This is a very interesting point. I had a debate with Alan Dershowitz at the Harvard Law School three or four years ago, and he was taking the flat out pill pill position. You can't censor anything. And I said, well, what about a snuff film? Do you know what that is? People get killed. That is actually, it's never been proved there is such a thing. He kind of did like that. Well, he said, it would be all right. You would have to protect a snuff film that was made abroad because then the murder would not be something that had been, so to speak, licensed derivatively in America. I thought that uh, a high form of sophism uh, to say it's, it's okay to show films of people getting killed as long as you kill them outside the continental limits. And this you ever look at television or movies, there are people getting killed all over the home. Uh, by the way, there are snuff films. Snuff films have been made. There's the guy, the killer from uh, Canada, McNaughty, made a snuff film. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Leonard Lake and Richard Eng made snuff films too. So. What's interesting about that is, is Buckley promoted the innocence of a convicted killer and it came back to bite him in the butt. I can't remember the details of it right now, but it just made me think of it. Have you ever it, heard the story? I mean, Buckley put himself, he's a right winger skull and bones, by the way, bonesman Yale, God in Yale was his book. He puts him out as kind of a Christian representation. Have you ever heard his stories about gay sex that he preferred men and he would interject in his soliloquy or, you know, his pontifications. I, I hate his style. Like it's overly verbose, but he would integrate into his, you know, long kind of Byzantine statements, statements about the gay sex with the guy he had last night. So he would reference the dude in his statements and only he and the dude would know. Does that make sense? Buckley Jr. that you're talking about? That guy right there, yeah. Wow. And didn't his child write a memoir about growing up with that that he was heavily into like Valley of the Dolls, sort of like heavily into pills? I, I thought I, I'm pretty sure, like maybe like five, ten years ago, something like that. Uh, I asked earlier about who is the new kind of trafficking person. If you can pull pop this up, this who girl is this? on the far right, that's Bono, uh, Dennis Hopper. That's a cruelly connected guy, Dennis Hopper and Sean Penn. This girl on the right, her name is Sanella Jenkins. 
I don't know what her original name, but she was from um, Yugoslavia. And she, uh, there's been allegations. She had, she wrote a book called Room 23. 23 is kind of uh, an illuminated number. But apparently she has a lot of, rumored, allegedly has a lot of connections with women who some of these men might like. That's a poor way to put it. Do you mean uh, underage girls, I'm not saying, children? I'm just saying women yeah. in general. I'm not going into oh, okay. okay. I'm saying that's a rumor. But mm -hmm. she apparently is very well. And you can look up Sonella Jenkins. And uh, yeah, she's something else. Well, my my friend uh, was a Heidi Fleiss girl before she got busted. Oh, really? So it was the most humiliating experience <laughs> time in her life. And she said that most of the men really just want to humiliate and, and insult you. So the happy hooker thing, I'm here to say, doesn't exist. Per doesn't exist. Sorry, guys. So they're <laughs> paying to to like demean the women. That's what they're say how how fat. She, I mean, she, she, at the time she had a cocaine problem. She was so skinny I and mean, so so underweight. Uh, so she was legs. doing it to find. And they, and they and they would. One John just would say, "Oh, you're so fat and ugly." She was a model. Why did you? Why did? Why did Heidi send you over? <sighs> so that's all I can say. And that's why I, 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 you, love, I let me. Do you want me to do add you this? Do you think one? any prostitute ever enjoys her job? I think there might be one with maybe a personality disorder that are very public. There's something maybe wrong with them. Like they might be a psychopath or something wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm saying like the tiniest minority, but I say no. No. Yeah. The majority. They just that majority. Not the yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So have you have you got the 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 background on the Terramar project and all she did, and this was kind of like her excuse to have a kind of a front, you know, non nonprofit, and she was going around to all these places. She was in Texas. I think this presentation was in um, Austin. So there's all kinds of stuff about her and Terramar and the background and her idea of the ocean and stuff. She was really trying to turn it into, you know, kind of was, a different nation. Yeah. Do you think it was a tax dodge or something else? I think in part, absolutely. I think it's pretty, I would, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody said she was money laundering. I wouldn't be surprised. I have no okay. proof of that. Because that's the other thing about their bank accounts that, that they all had weird business they were all like business accounts with weird weird names like hold on one second i'll get to ac actually get to my notes and i'll tell you exactly what they're what they're uh called. Hold on. do you think do you remember uh while i'm looking for that do you remember dershowitz's article supporting maxwell because i'm vaguely remembering it. i don't know i remember it's like my the... friend jolaine or something wasn't it called something like that i don't know let me see let me see if i can find that by the way, the, one of the defense's argue, arguments in cross-examination is that Epstein had a bad back, and that's why he had heating oh. pads, and that's why he had all these massages three times a day. <laughs> it was called um, the Financial Trust was one of them, and the other one was something, uh, Asset Academy. Yeah, financial trust agency to Maxwell. Yeah, it was Epstein's thing, the financial trust agency. Interesting. So I think he had a million and one ways to dodge a uh, uh, a um, 
the taxes. It would make it would make sense, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's. Uh, I'm trying to find this. Let's see. Oh yeah, and Jolene had Air Jolene Inc. for her helicopter. She had her own business Air for the helicopter. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm trying to pull my my Dershowitz stuff up here. Let's see. Oh please, I've got have Virginia Roberts. What did Maria Farmer say? I forgot. She is she popped up in this? Let's see. Her, Annie's going to testify under her. She's the only victim testifying under her own name. Wow. Mm -hmm. Her sister Annie Farmer. This is what Maria Farmer wrote in 2019. I've struggled throughout my life as a direct result of Epstein and Maxwell's actions against me, and my hope is they will be held accountable for their crimes. While I'm still afraid, I'm coming forward because I think it is so important to, to do so. So she got threatened, according to her affidavit. Yeah. They, they the way the that this defense attorney, the there's two women, Laura Menninger, and she's very aggressive, and Bobby Stern Sternheim are very aggressive with these victims, and and they. And they choose the women to cross-examine them as if that's going to play better for the jury. But they just brought up things. You had a drug addiction. Well, who wouldn't have a drug addiction if you were if you're abused by Epstein and Maxwell right. after those experience? I bet they all who wouldn't. Did. Right? I bet, yeah. And it, she just and she used the word a millinery shop. Uh, talking about hat makers, and I thought, who on the jury is going to know what that word means today? She's an older woman. I thought, wow, way to play to the jury. She's very, very aggressive and unpleasant. I have a very negative reaction. I, I think I called one of my episodes. Uh, Maxwell's lawyer is a demon from hell because yes. her opening statement was so awful. She's just unpleasant and aggressive, but she she got the schoolgirl outfit thrown out. So good for her. Hey, it's good lawyering. I, 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 and you know that if if Maxwell loses, you know that she's going to argue inefficient for <laughs> counsel. She's going to be the biggest joke in the world. Uh, do we? Oh, do you have your Dershowitz stuff? Oh, uh, I don't know. I mean, have, I don't oh. really have that much more. I was looking for okay. kind of the stuff. I, we went through a lot of that. I was looking through our notes from our older conversation about Dershowitz. So if you. I can repeat that, but people can go back and look to that top, top okay. uh, talk. But We've I done think, an hour and, and 10 minutes. You're sure you don't want to do an hour and 10 minutes more? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can, you just, Jufre uh, mentions him in her biography, Dershowitz. He's already made a statement to the government. You know, I don't know. Then they're suing that. I mean, you can go look up Jufre versus Dershowitz. They're spending a lot of time and effort on that court case. So that'll be interesting to see how that that washes out concurrently with the with Maxwell. And everyone who's lived on planet Earth for, for more than <laughs> five, ten years looks at a Dershowitz interview and sees how guilty he is. It's just so obvious. But I mean, his excuses like are, aren't really believable, in my opinion. Aren't believable. The tone, the aggressiveness, the ridiculous excuses. Just everything. It's everything. just like yeah. Myers handbook. Okay. Well, William Ramsey, thank you so much for doing this um, with me. I really appreciate it. Always great to um, talk with you. And I'll be back tomorrow 
at 6.30 to give you an update on Tuesday. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, you need thanks. to go get like one of those five-hour energy shots or something like a big old. They let you bring Where's Dr. Jacobson when you need him? Yeah, really. Unfortunately, he's dead. But uh, Dr. Feelgood? <laughs> yeah, that's what he was called, Dr. Feelgood. But that's what his name was, yeah. Um, yeah. Keep those they notes. Don't. Keep those notes. I will. I'm going through. It will be notebooks. I'm almost done an entire notebook. Just six days in so all right thanks so much guys all right take care all right bye